Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Workshop Podcast. On the Workshop Podcast, we tackle everyday workplace challenges and we help you grow in your career. My name is Damilala and I am your host. Today, we're talking about giving and receiving feedback. If you know something about feedback, it can be very scary, especially when they call you for that one-on-one meeting or that appraisal event. Forget you nervous. But feedbacks are necessary for growth and improvement in our career, right? And so today, with me on the podcast is Mutsurai Ogunaya. She has about five years experience in managing people, and she'll be talking about how we can give constructive feedbacks and receive feedbacks gracefully, right? So she'll be sharing insights on how we can do this and how we can develop a growth mindset regarding feedback, because feedback is not a trend. It's actually an opportunity to improve and get better. So let's dive right into it. Hi, Mo. It's good to have you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Good to be here. So I'm going to dive right in. Right. And firstly, a lot of people might be wondering what is feedback? Because feedback might mean a lot to different people in different contexts. But in this context, what is feedback? Or what is giving and receiving feedback? Okay, so if I were to describe it, I would say, first of all, that feedback is more or less like an observation, right? It's something that is noticed as a result of maybe a person's behavior or the way a person works or something that the person has done, basically, right? And of course, in the professional sec- you know, sector, it is more or less where a situation where uh, constructive information is being given to an employee, for example, either based on his performance, on the job, his productivity. Um, and like you said, it can either be a one-on-one session, you know, it can be a monthly evaluation, it can be a team meeting. You know, at the end of the day, feedback is being given to the receiver. And the goal is for the receiver to improve, right? The goal is to identify maybe weak points or development areas, basically, and to help the person to, you know, do better or to improve, basically, in their professional journey, right? And of course, receiving feedback is the person on the other hand who is getting the information being shared to them and whose responsibility is to take that feedback, you know, and run with it in that sense. So, yeah, basically. Thank you for that. I like how you explain that feedback as a goal, right? Because a lot of people might be wondering, why are they doing feedback to me? Mm-hmm. But having that mindset that there is a goal behind why your manager or someone above you sharing feedback, mm-hmm. it probably gets you less scared. If you can tackle that goal, then of course you can probably yeah. grow. So listening to my next question, what are ways that you think that a manager can give feedback to their colleagues or subordinates, um, like in a constructive way, an empathetic way. So what ways do you think are the best to do that? Okay, so in my experience, right, I would say that there is no one shoe, one, you know, one shoe fit size all, or if you understand what I'm trying to say, right? It depends on the situation. It depends on the kind of feedback that you're trying to share. And it depends on the employee that you're speaking with. Right. So what I've learned is I've learned how to adapt my style depending on the person I'm talking to. For example, if I'm to have a one on one session with a high flyer in my team, for example, the way I will talk to that person will be different from the way I will speak to a bottom performing employee. Right. So but a major approach that I try to use 
is something that is called like the sandwich method. <laughs> I really love that method a lot. And the reason is because I feel like it is very balanced, right? Those that have worked with me, I'm sure you probably knew this, right? I, I believe so much in treating people with respect. You know, I like to treat people not just because they are my subordinates. We don't know where we'll meet them tomorrow, <laughs> in all fairness, right? So first thing is I try to, res- yeah. yeah, so I try to respect them, first of all, as an individual, right? So I start by appreciating them for the good work that they've done, right? I try to acknowledge the efforts that they are putting in. That's if the person is important performing employee uh, before I then dive right in. So what I will advise is when giving constructive feedback to an employee, the first thing I will say is that the manager needs to be prepared. You need to know your onions. You need to know what you're talking about. Have your data ready. Have the KPI metrics ready. Have your facts right, right? You can't just go in to have that kind of a conversation without getting prepared. I'm not saying that there won't be times where the conversation might be impromptu, right? Because there are several kinds of feedbacks. I can be walking along in the office and I notice something and I call you and I say, hey, Mo, I think you need to do better here. This is what I think. This is what I think, right? So first thing I would say is if it's a sit down, be prepared, right? And then secondly, Be timely and specific, right? Being timely and specific, I think it goes a long way because I've seen some instances where some employees will come in for a one-on-one session or a conversation or a feedback session and they leave more confused (laughs) than they came for the session because the manager is not able to hit the nail on the head and say, this is the KPI that you're not doing right in. Based on my review of your performance, I think you are lacking in X, Y, Z. Being specific and not being vague, I think is a very good way to give constructive feedback because they need to understand exactly what they need to work on and what they need to improve on, right? So, and you also need to be timely. Once you start observing that there's a trend, it's better to deal with it, you know, right there and there. Then another thing I would say is a good way to give constructive feedback is uh, making sure that the conversation is not one way, you know, because as managers, as the leader, you want to, you know, have that thing to say, yes, I'm your boss, do this, do this, do that. But there might be another perspective that you're not seeing. Maybe the reason this person is struggling is because of something that is not evident in the numbers or in the graphs or in the charts, right? So having that conversation with the person also helps. Let the person also tell you about it. Okay, Mo, this is what I've seen in your performance so far. What do you think? Do you think you're, you're improving? Let the person be invested because this is their performance you're talking about here. Their, you know, professional career and their growth, right? So having a two-way conversation, I think it helps, right? To give the, the employee a sense of belonging. So they don't just feel like you're just talking down on them, right? And I think the last thing I would just say because of time is that make sure that whatever goal you're setting for the employee is smart, I'm not going to go into the details about, you know, the smart, but we all know what it is, right? It has to be specific, measurable, make sure that it's time bound so that the person can understand and we can say, okay, we'll come back in X, Y, Z number of days or months to review. And, you know, so I think those are some of the things I would say can definitely help when giving a constructive feedback to an employee. Thank you so much for that. I think that was very clear, right? And if there's someone listening and you're in those shows, maybe you've been wondering how to give your subordinates feedback. I think that these are key points that you can use and definitely you get results, right? And so you can also Google some of the things you said, the smart um, goals and sandwich method. Try that. All right. So now I wonder if there are scenarios where subordinates would have to also give feedback to their superiors, right? I know one of the things you said just now is that when we are having a conversation, we are thinking, okay, 
when I'm speaking to this person, I should allow the person also speak, right? But are there separate situations where I want as a subordinate give feedback to my manager or someone who is above me? How can I do it? Or what's the best way to go about it? For me, for me, right? I say you have to have sense. You need to be smart, right? Because, you know, sharing feedback, like I now in my management journey, right? It's something that I actually encourage my people to do because I feel like it helps me to be closer to them. It helps me to understand things from their perspective and it helps me to also be a better leader to them, right? So if I, as a subordinate, want to give a feedback to my boss or to my manager, first thing, know your boss. Understand the kind of leader or manager that you have. Know their temperaments. Know when to talk and when not to talk. You need to find the right time, you know, to bring up certain conversations, right? Secondly, the place is also important because there are times where, I mean, we've seen examples where a manager is probably addressing the team about a new KPI, for example, or a new metric that they need to meet. And, you know, the employee starts to go off at the manager and just starts to, you are undermining the person's authority. In that moment, the manager is not going to want to hear anything that you have to say. They would, at that point, if the person will now start telling you, this is exactly what you have to do, you know, and all that. So the right time, the right place. Then thirdly, I feel like the employee should try to be as professional and respectful as possible, you know, um, when bringing out your point, because the manner of approach is very important. If, if, I mean, for that example that I gave, the person's point might actually be valid, but the way he has brought it up or the way the, you know, the whole feedback came out, the manager already sees it like you're trying to undermine me and he's not ready to listen. So the manner of approach is very important. And then focus on solution. When you're having that kind of feedback with your manager, let them understand that, see, boss, at the end of the day, we need to find a solution to this problem. This and this and this are probably the suggestions I might have, you know, but, you know, it's just, I just felt the need to share this with you. So I think if you can remember those things, it will definitely help, you know, just, you need to be smart about it. It takes a lot of tact, you know, to give a feedback to your manager, honestly. <laughs> uh, right. So if you've been wondering how to do this, I think you now know, be smart about it, yeah. but also find the right place and the right yeah. time to do it. Right. Okay. So, you know, that point where I said that I get nervous about feedbacks, right? I think that most people do too. But then I want to ask, what's the best way to be open-minded about receiving feedback? Because like we said, it's very important for growth. So if you want to grow, you have to be open-minded about receiving constructive mm-hmm. feedback. So what way would you recommend or how do you recommend that employees are open-minded about feedback? Well, um, I believe it starts with the mindset, right? It has to start with a shift in perspective. You know, one thing I always try to tell people is that you need to do the best that you can to separate the feedback from your emotions, if that makes any sense, right? Um, realizing that the feedback that is coming is not a direct attack to you. At the end of the day, is to help you to grow in your professional career and in your professional journey. So first thing is, it has to start with the mindset. Some people automatically feel like they are coming for me or more. I need to raise my guard up. I did not do anything wrong. No, no, you know, and I think it's just general with people. We we don't like to be called out. We don't like to feel like, you know, we don't know what we're doing. We always want to be on top of our game. Nobody really wants to be told that you are not doing well, right? So I think it starts with that mindset, realizing that this feedback is coming just for me to be better. 
you know. And I think another thing that you can also do is ask questions too from the person that is sharing the feedback with you to be able to gain better understanding. Like, okay, this is what you're trying to tell me. I didn't do well here or I did well here. What are the things that you think I can do, you know, to salvage the situation or to continue with the good performance that I have? It also gives the person a sense of, okay, this person is even willing to listen. Let me share more with the person. So like I said, first of all, I would say perspective. It has to do with a mind shift. Then secondly, try to separate the message from your emotions. Don't be too quick to react and just let your guard up. You will lose the message because ultimately, like you said, it's it's for your growth. It's for your personal growth, your professional growth. So feedback is actually very good. It's not always pretty sometimes, but you know, it's very good. So first of all, mindset, I would say you need to work on your mindset. Secondly, separate your emotions from the message. And thirdly, I would say ask questions and also appreciate the person that is even giving you the feedback because the person cares. That's why they're telling you. So yeah, that's just a few things I can do. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mo. I think the key points that you talked about, right? And having a mind shift makes you see that this person is not coming to yeah. help you. This person is coming to help yeah. you. You see that way, you are more open-minded to receive feedback. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, there's times when, as a manager, it's harder to give certain kind of feedback or maybe it's difficult to give that feedback. But how do you do it with empathy and respect? And I'm asking you because I know that there has been a lot of scenarios where you've had to do yeah. this and I know you do it well, right? So I know I'm asking the wrong person. So how do you deliver difficult feedback, of course, with empathy and respect for that person? Well, I would say one of the first things that I try to remember is this person is a human being just like me. Doesn't matter that I'm the manager or the person is my subordinate. I try to first remember that he's a human being and he's a person. If I were in this person's situation, how would I like my manager to speak to me, right? So that's one of the first things that I usually do, you know, just to be able to prepare myself for those kind of conversations, right? Secondly, I believe that the tone and body language of a manager is also very important. See, it takes a lot of emotional intelligence to actually manage people, right? And especially when you want to deliver a difficult feedback to someone, it's very sensitive. Like I said, everybody... We are not happy when people call us out. And so let me give an example, right? There was a particular period that there was an employee in one of the teams I managed then, and the performance was just very porous, very bad, very bad, that I had to take this person out of his team after several one-on-one -on -one conversations, took him out of his team, took him back to training. That's after, of course, I had bodied him with people and you know, tried to put him on, on, um, I reduced the person's customer interface, right? So if you're taking five cases in a day, I told you attend to two customers per day. Like I'd done a lot of things over the course of the month. This person wasn't improving. So I, I was, in fact, the manager was like, they cannot work with him anymore. It's bringing down their performance. So I had to take him back to training, had a conversation with him to let him understand that officially you're on a performance improvement plan. You need to pick up the pace. If it gets to a certain point, you're not going to, you're going to get fired. You know, and you know what? Sometimes when you're having these conversations with these people, they'll be nodding sometimes. I'll be looking at you and be doing, oh, yes, I understand. It's a lie. It's a lie. You see this person I'm telling you about? <laughs> I put this person back in training. And I remember there was a day I had an emergency and I had to quickly leave the office. I was driving along the road and I saw this human being with headphones in his ears dancing on the streets of Lagos. <laughs> 
I now have to call the manager that come. Isn't this person supposed to be in training? He said, yes, that the trainers have been looking for him. That day when I was done with my emergency and I got back to the office, I just had to call him and I told him, sit down. And at that point, it was not about sandwich method. I had to, that's why I said it depends on the situation and person you're talking to. And of course, based off of his attitude, I could tell that this person was not even willing to put in the work. So I called him and I reminded him of everything we had spoken about. I showed him the documentation because I made sure I documented everything. And I showed him and I told him his strength. He has missed class that entire week. I think he had only been, after I spoke to the trainers, because those ones refused to report him. I found out he had only been in class twice the entire week. This was a Friday. And so he went on and on. And at the end of the performance improvement plan, I called him and I had to let him know that you're going now for panel. And the decision, and you know, once you get to that point that you're meeting HR, it's done. There's no need. So I needed to have that conversation with him. And surprisingly, at the end of that conversation, he busted into tears. I didn't expect it. He busted into tears and he said he knows that I tried for him. He, he said that. So, and I was still feeling like I was being harsh, like, because there were times I was frustrated, in all fairness, right? So in delivering that difficult conversation, I feel like we still need to remember that there are people, we still need to accord them their respect, but we still need to also nail the, the um, hit the nail on the head. And like I said, it takes a lot of emotional intelligence to be able to handle that effectively. So I think that's what has helped me, you know, when it comes to delivering difficult uh, feedback to people, you know, while still respecting them and showing empathy, basically. Yeah. All right. So now we are trying to turn the cover around on you. And I think the next question is, how do you personally handle receiving feedback? Because we've talked about you giving feedback, but now when it comes to you receiving it from someone that's maybe your colleague or higher than you, how do you handle that? Hmm. See. <laughs> This feedback thing, eh? I think, uh, see, I, I know I, I have a lot of information about feedback, right? But at the same time, I mean, I'm also a human being and I have blood running in my vein, right? So when my boss calls me and tells me, oh, Mo, I feel like you didn't handle that meeting as I would like or the presentation you did wasn't quite as smooth as your previous presentations. Like I said, the first thing I try to do is to just take a beat in all fairness. And I'm like, okay, let me listen. Let me try to be objective and listen to what this person is trying to tell me, right? And let me see, because I also try to think about it. Like, okay, this person is telling me this. And then I try to think back, okay, this feedback that this person is giving me, I reevaluate the situation and I'm like, okay, is it valid or not? Because I've also realized that sometimes people... People say certain things, right? And sometimes it might not essentially be right. That's why I believe that in a matter of two or three, sometimes a matter is, can, be, is, can be established, right? Now, if you are giving me this feedback, I go back to do my personal evaluations and I'm like, in the moment you're sharing it with me, I still listen to you. I take the feedback and then I go back into my inner, you know, circle and I just think about it. I look at it, you know, intrinsically and I'm like, okay, what could I have really done better? This person said I didn't do this. What can I do to improve on this? So I actually do the best that I can to take feedback. I welcome feedback a lot. It doesn't come easy. Imagine you're managing a team of boys, men, <laughs> and they want to share feedback with you. And you can tell that they are pain. Like I've had instances where, so aside from my bosses giving me feedback, my downlines to have given me feedback. And sometimes it wasn't pleasant. You see that scenario I painted of a manager telling the team about KPI, it happened to me. 
it happened to me. And they were giving me the feedback and they were all talking at the same time. And, you know, I, I just did the best that I could to just calm down and listen to what they had to say. I could tell that they were pained. And that was just what I did. My other colleague was already upset. Like, what, you know? But I just had to just take a bit and, like, okay, what exactly are they trying to communicate with me? Yeah. You know, it's not easy when you're in that situation where emotions are high, tensions are high, and your people are trying to talk to you, you know, about things. So I do the best that I can to listen. Let me also share another example. I once had a boss who, I think that's the most unique boss I've ever worked with in my entire life, my 12, 13 years experience. This person was somebody that when they share feedback with you, you can cry on top of the feedback. <laughs> you know, they will talk to you and it will look like it's a knife that is piercing your heart. And then you will just feel like you are good for nothing. And I think that was the leader that taught me how to separate my emotions from the message. I'm sure you have an idea what I'm talking about. Taught me how to separate my the message from my emotions. Because when this person came on board, we used to fight. We will, I would just walk out because I was like, I can't have, I don't, I can't, I can't deal. But over time, I started to learn like, okay, that's why I said in the beginning, there was a point where I mentioned that you need to know your boss understand your boss, understand your leader, know the way he works, his approach. I'm not saying that all managers' way is the right way, right? But it's very important for you to understand the manager that you have so you can know how you can relate with that person. So it's something I struggled with for a while, such that once he says one-on-one -on -one time, I'm already like, I have ventilated. I'm like, hey, God, what am I going to go here today? And I start to panic, you know? I'm so worried, like, eh? And so over time, it made me also become stronger. I, I actually learned a lot from this, this my boss because he's a very smart guy, right? So he, at the end of the day, I had to learn that see, the job is the job, right? So when they're giving you feedback, they're not necessarily attacking Mo as the person. They're attacking Mo in, they're talking about Mo in, on the job. Like, okay, what are the things that Mo is not doing right? What are the things that she needs to improve? What are the things that she needs to fix? Because at the end of the day, when you fix it, who enjoys the benefits? It's me. I'm the same person that will enjoy the benefits. I'm the same person that will get promoted. I'm the same person that will get recommended for jobs. And this is me that will enjoy the benefits at the end of the day. So I think these are some of the things that have really helped me, you know. And like I said, it's a continuous thing. It doesn't happen by the snap of a finger. In fact, even in our everyday lives, you know, it happens. So for me, I just try to be as open-minded as possible. I just try to take the message. I just see it. You know, it's just like you're separating the wheat from the shaft. I just see it and I just pick out the actual message that is for me. And I take that and I run with it. And I just let go of every other thing. Like what out of a dog's back, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I think that that's very important for everyone to learn because I remember when I started working my first job, I if I had had this like separating the message from emotions, probably would have been better because I had a boss that it was a really nice person, but like you said, know your boss, so he is he, very contemporary, he will shout. But after five ten minutes, it's yeah, gone. forgotten what yeah. happened. That's it. Moving mm -hmm. on. I'm playing with you or talking yeah. to you, right? So it just at the point where it's giving the feedback, just focus on the message. It can be hard, but yeah. Um, I think we can do it if we want to get the best yeah. of ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is off the game deep. And I wanna ask, can you share a situation that you think that 
it could have delivered a feedback better to an employee or someone? Um, yeah, uh, yes. See, I'm usually very careful. I mean, usually, I, in fact, I do the best that I can to be very careful when dealing with people. I tell people that managing people is the most difficult job. Forget is the most difficult job, right? So, but if I were to give an instance, I would say, yes, there was a, a time where I had an employee. It's still on the issue of performance, right? Performance was really poor, right? And from the moment this person came on board, I could tell that this is a special needs employee because everything they were saying in the training, everything, this person did not know Jack. And, you know, over time I was like, okay, how can I help this person? Because for me, I'm not really the kind of manager that gives up on people easily. I have this mindset that any employee that is put under my care in my team, it is my job my responsibility to bring out the best in them. They must leave my team being better for it. That's the kind of mindset that I normally try to work with when I'm managing my people. And so, you know, this guy came on board and I could tell that he was already struggling. And so I paired him again with some of the top performing guys in the team, like I would usually do and everything. And then I started seeing improvements. I was seeing performance is coming up. Then, you know, the, the next one-on-one uh, -on -one session I was to have, I invited the body into the session. And the body was frowning. And I was like, what happened? Why are you frowning? I was like, Mo, see, all this high performance you are seeing. Is the, I'm the one that always closes all those calls. I'm the one. And, you know, I was like, you're the one. So, oh, God, what have you been doing? He said, oh, he has been bodying him. He's shadowing him. I'm like, you've been, so you mean all this? You've been shadowing for the past how many weeks now? He said, no, that you can do it and everything like that. So I gave him a stern warning that day and I told him we're going to review again and I don't want the body to get on any calls for him anymore. Handle the situation. Talk to your customer. If you are stuck, put the customer on hold. Stand up and go and get help. But you are the one that will handle that case from beginning to the end, except the person says you should escalate. And then what I noticed was that during the process of that period, he would always instigate customer. Do you want to speak to my... Do you want to speak to my supervisor? And so you have to get the body on the call at the end of the day. <laughs> this come out. And so very quickly, I started getting, you know, very irritated is the word I would use because I was like, you're not even helping yourself. Like we're all trying to help you. You're not helping yourself. So there was now a particular day. That was the day I know that I shouldn't have done that. But I was just walking by in the office and I saw him sleeping. He was sleeping on his workstation. So as I was saying, right, so I met him sleeping um, on his workstation and I got really pissed. And from where I was standing, I told them to tap him and wake him up. And I told him to come here. And right, right there and then, I was just like, you cannot be doing this if you don't want to help yourself. You know, and I just, I went off actually in that moment and I walked away because I was like, why? You know, and everybody, like, it was the wrong place, honestly, because everybody just kind of faced where we were. And, you know, I was just really upset. I was really upset. So, yeah. yeah. So, but what I did later, I, I later called him to have a conversation to which he apologized. And then he now told me about some of his challenges, how he st was staying very far from the office at the time. I think he was staying in Ugo States and he had to come to, you know, Lagos States and he was working the earlier hours and then he was also going through some financial challenges you know and then he really opened up 
about the challenges that he was having, you know, and I was like, okay, so we need to find the middle ground. And then he opened up as well that he was struggling with that particular team, in that particular team. So then I suggested, should we move you to a lesser team? Should we change your shift and move you to a back shift? Maybe that can help you. And you know that that was what we did. We just moved him. I, I, I wrote it in my notes, my recommendation to my manager. We had a conversation about it. I moved him to the norm time. And I moved him to another department, which was a lesser technology. And he started to fly high. Before I knew it, he became team lead in that particular point. So, yeah, I think that was the time when I, I kind of lost it, in all fairness. So knowing you, I know that if he lost it, it, it was going on for months. I was very upset. Honestly, and even my losing it, some people might feel like it's a normal thing because a lot of managers do yell and all that, but it's not my style. So, but for me, so because I was like for months, in fact, at a point, the body told me that they were not going to help him again. Like everybody kept coming to me to give me feedback about how poorly this person was doing. So I was like, your entire team, nobody even wants to help you again. Oh, God, you have problems, you know? So, yeah, yeah, that was the time. That was the time. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that yeah. and for being open about it and for sharing how you actually remember yeah. the situation. Because that's also showing us two ways yeah. how you fix the issue. Yeah. And it's good to actually hear that the person got there. Yeah. That's one of those stories that doing it all. Yeah. I'm always happy when I see my, my people so, go uh, through that. It's always very amazing for me. Go, you know, when they go from rock bottom to now becoming, you know, okay on their own, it gives me a lot of joy, honestly. And it comes with a lot of talking and coaching and following up and collaborating with them and supporting them. But at the end of the day, even they, they appreciate it eventually, you know, the stretching, the stretching. But at the end of the day, they are better for it. So, yeah. So I think, for what you said, it's, I think patience is a key skill, or it is a skill. Yeah. If you want to grow your people. Too. Yeah. Okay. Um. So lastly, what are key takeaways that you would like our listeners to remember about receiving and giving feedback? You've said a lot today, and they were really key points. But if someone is on the go, what are the things that you want them to remember as managers giving feedback, as subordinates receiving feedback? Okay, so for a manager giving feedback, I would say that the manager should always do the best that they can to have a balanced approach. You know, don't focus too much on the negative or only on the negative, right? Because there are times when we're giving feedback and sometimes these people have started to improve. It might be minute, but, you know, when you appreciate them for that little effort that they are making or for that little improvement that they are making, it keeps them, you know, encouraged and they want to do more, right? So I feel like having a balanced approach is very important for a manager that is giving feedback, you know. And also, I think when you are also giving feedback, try to be a bit more collaborative with them because I've seen managers who just tell them, go and improve on this KPI. And that's all. That's the end of the conversation, which I don't think is ideal in any way. Be, so they should be. They need to be more specific with whatever it, feedback it is that you are giving. Make sure that it is constructive. Hit the nail on the head, and also collaborate with them, support them. Sometimes they need help. They might not know how to ask for it, right? So collaborate with them, ask them questions, let them share with you, and then you guys can come up with a plan that can help them to be better. And make sure that you do follow up. <laughs> follow up is very important, you know, when giving feedback. Then for the person that is receiving feedback, I would say. 
have an open mind, right? Have an open mind. I know I've said it before, but have an open mind. Understand that, you know, the feedback is not an attack on your person. Separate your emotions from the message. You need to be able to seek that out. And please, and please have a good mindset. Have a good mindset. And that is coming from a place of understanding that the feedback that I'm getting is to make me better, is to improve me, is to help me on my, you know, professional journey in that sense, right? So having that good mindset would also help you to be able to receive feedback, you know, a lot better, you know. Yeah, basically, I think that's it. I don't want to... (laughs) Keep going around around, yeah. Thank you so much, Mo, for sharing with us today. And I hope everyone listening has learned. I think Mo gave a lot of key points, things that could help you still through feedback. And hopefully when they call you for your next one-to-one or appraisal call, they're not feeling that yeah. they're feeling more confident to give answers and open minded yeah. to receive feedback. Yeah. So on this note, I want to say thanks to everyone for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode and you like to support the podcast, please share with any other person. And you can post it on social media, leave a rating or a review about this. We also want feedback. Yeah. Right? And to catch up on all the latest episodes from Workshoes, please follow us on Workshoes um, underscore podcast on Instagram. Thanks again for listening and thank you so much. For thank you so much for having me. Bye, everyone. Bye. See you on the next episode. <laughs> Bye. Bye.